You're listening to the Eltham Baptist Church podcast. Good morning. It's it's good to be here today. Uh, for those of you who, those of you who don't know me, as Michelle said, my name's Rich, and I'm married. I'm married to Kate, and we have four children: uh, Lily, Jeremy, uh, Adelaide, and Nathaniel. And we live in Waddle Glen, just around the corner from the Scots. Uh, we've been coming along to Eltham Baptist now for about six months. Um, let me say a prayer too. Lord, help us to hear your voice today. Help us to be encouraged by you for our lives and for the lives of those around us. Amen. Today, I want to I start with a few questions for us to ponder. And then I want us to explore how God might want us to respond as we look at some readings from God's Word. I like what Michelle was saying as we think about this year. It's a new year, new pages. How, how are you feeling about this year? Are you excited about the year or maybe stressed? Maybe, maybe you're feeling overwhelmed as you start to think about all the things that are, need to be done or you want to do or, or that's going to happen. Then the other question is, what is God calling you to do this year? Or what have you resolved to do differently as you follow God's prompting in your life? We'll just put those questions to the back of our minds now and and let's look at some scripture. Uh, If you've got a Bible there, open up to Psalm 46 and let's read that together. Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her, She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. In Psalm 46, we see, we see a celebration 
of the security of Jerusalem as the city of God. It probably predates the exile. However, as a song concerning the city of God, in verse 4, it remained for Israel a song of hope, celebrating the certain triumph of God's kingdom. It was originally liturgical and sung at the temple with three stanzas sung by different parts with responses in verse 7 and 11. In verse 4, we note that it says, There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. But let's consider that Jerusalem did not have a river. Babylon, for example, had the Euphrates River, but Jerusalem had no river. The Jordan River is miles away. So what does this mean to say then that there is a river? The river is a metaphor for the continual blessings of God. As God controls the heavenly storehouse, which is the source of rain, which feeds the rivers of the earth, so God is the fountain of life and hence the river. This reminds us too of Jesus offering living water to the Samaritan woman in John chapter 4, where Jesus says of Jacob's well in verse 13, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Later in John, we read in chapter 7, verse 37, where Jesus calls out to the crowd, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. And the commentary by the writer of the gospel follows in verse 39. By this he meant the spirit whom those who believed in him were later to receive. All believers now have the Spirit, as St. Paul makes clear in his letter to the Ephesian Christians. Chapter 1, verse 13. Having believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. As Christians, we have the river of life flowing within us. Going back to Psalm 46, verse 4. As the city of God has the river... And as the holy place is where the Most High dwells and God is within the city, so we who have the living water of the Spirit within us, so we are the new city of God. We are the new Jerusalem. God is within us. Let us be reminded of this today, that we have God's Spirit within us. And so we can respond, as in verse 7 of Psalm 46, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. In verse 8 and 9, we see an invitation to witness the victorious works of, of the Lord. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. And in verse 10, be still and know that I am God. 
I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. God acted in many powerful ways in Israel's history, but the full cessation of war has not yet come. God has been exalted and continues to be exalted through the life, death and resurrection of Jesus, but the full glorification is waiting for Jesus' second coming, his triumphant return. As Jesus said to the storm, be still, so God will bring calm and everlasting peace. We get glimpses now, don't we? But one day it will be complete and final. And then the psalm ends with another response in verse 11. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Let's come back to my earlier question. How are you feeling about this year? Excited? Stressed? Everything under control? Or are you feeling overwhelmed? I was feeling great last week while I was on holidays. We were down the beach. I loved it. Do I go for a surf? Do I read a book? Or do I have another piece of my wife's yummy fruitcake? And then we got home and it was time to take up my various responsibilities. Work, family demands, bathroom renovations. We had a leaking shower at home which has turned into a full full bathroom reno. (laughs) You know how it goes. Also, uh, the week before, it was my brother's birthday. My brother Gray died two and a half years ago. I I miss him, even though I know that he's resting in peace. So with all that, the reality of life was hitting home and I, I was feeling overwhelmed. I took it to the Lord And he gently reminded me that he is our refuge and strength. It's not about us feeling in control, feeling strong, but about remembering that God is in control, that God is strong, and that's what matters. I felt the Lord saying to the wars going on in my head that to be still. Be still and know that I am God. Sit still and focus on God. And so I prayed and I praised. I told myself that God is my refuge and strength. Though initially I didn't, I didn't really feel like it. didn't feel like it was true. I didn't really feel at peace at first. In time the peace came, but... There's a time, isn't there, to speak out God's truths, even though you might not feel it, to rest on God's truths. As we said earlier, after the exile, Psalm 46 was a song of hope for Israel that God would triumph. Now, Israel would have sung that song in faith and hope that it would come true. Eventually, it has come true. With the coming of Jesus 2,000 years ago, and the triumphant return still to come. So God told me to sit and rest. 
Let's take some physical rest too. Sometimes physical rest is needed to help our sense of well-being too, isn't it? As we sit, we also need to walk. This reminds me of Watchman Nee's famous book, Sit, Walk, Stand, if anyone's read it. And I'll borrow a little of what he said. As we sit with what God has done, we also need to step out in faith and give God's love to others. Our walk is another way to describe our way of life. The way we walk is how we treat others. In Ephesians 4 verse 1 and following, St Paul urges his readers to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Verse 26, in your anger do not sin. Verse 29, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up. Verse 32, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another just as Christ, as in Christ God forgave you. The list goes on, but we need to walk or live as if we are in the city of God, worthy of God, and God will be exalted. And what's more, we will know God's peace. We also need to be physically active, to literally walk or something, which will also help our sense of well-being. As we sit and walk, so we also need to stand. In Psalm 46 verse 2 it says, We will not fear though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. But how do you do that? When you're feeling full of fear, when you're feeling overwhelmed, how do you say we will not fear? St. Paul gives clear direction in Ephesians 6 verse 10 and following where he says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armour of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore put on the armour of God so that when the day of evil comes you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the Spirit on, on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. It's a great passage, isn't it? There is a battle and we need to be prepared to fight with God's help. When we feel overwhelmed and find it hard to press on, it's good to be reminded that this inaction can play into the hands of the evil one, 
the evil one who wants to steal, kill, and destroy. We need to stand on God's truths, such as God is my refuge and strength, and stand up to any lies that in our heads, such as, you can't do that. Well, you're not good enough for that. Sometimes we won't know what the lies are in our heads unless we speak them out and are prepared to stand up for what we believe and be open to be challenged by a loving community. We don't want to listen to the evil one's lies, but we do want to listen to, the, to God's truths that he wants to teach us through good people around us. Let me give you an example from a, a men's group I was in several years ago. I'm in another men's group now. If you don't know, a men's group is a, it's a modern term used for a particular type of confidential sharing and support group for men. It's gained, they've gained popularity in the, the last 10 or 15 years in Australia. Uh, in the men's group, we get together and share what's going on in our lives. And the emphasis, on, emphasis is on what we're feeling and not on so much what we've been doing. We aim to listen with respect and not judge or solve each other's issues. One night, another man was sharing and I started feeling angry about what he was saying. I can't give details due to confidentiality, but I thought, how dare he say that? To date in the group, I'd been loving, respectful, gentle, as what I thought was appropriate for a, a good Christian, good Christian. But I'd been recently challenged to question the stories in my head to see if they were really true. Jesus wasn't always gentle, was he? I'd had some issues with self-care and boundaries and I realised that I had some lies that I was holding on to. And so I was challenged to speak out what was going on in my head to see if it was true. Pick the right time and place, of course, but be open to be challenged. I felt comfortable with this group. And so this night, after I felt angry at one of the men, we had a chance to respond to what was shared around the circle. And I said, you know, when you said that, I felt really angry. Now, to that man's credit, he didn't take it personally. He realised that it was my issue. What followed, as we discussed more, helped me to grow, and I realised I was not angry at him, but I was feeling disappointed about where the group was headed and this came out as anger towards someone. Someone who I respected as, as one of the leaders of the group. Now I took a stand, got challenged, but I grew in self-awareness as a result. And so we, need, we sit, we walk, and we stand. How are you feeling about this year? I invite you, take it to the Lord and sit, walk and stand. My last question from earlier was, what is God calling you 
to do or what have you resolved to do differently this year as you follow God's prompting in your life? I've felt God prompting me to hand over the leadership of the men's group that I'm in to allow others to step up and grow in leadership and service. And I also feel God calling me to get more involved in a program called Common Ground. It's a men's program that helps men find what is common to all men and be encouraged to share respectfully and learn from each other to become better men. It's a great pathway into forming ongoing men, a men, an ongoing men's group. Combines my passion for men's work and mission. It's a great way to build relationships with other men, particularly men who are outside the church. We need more Christians to be involved in this. So talk to me if you'd like to find out more. As, I, as we conclude... I'll ask again, what is God calling you to do this year? Don't let it be just another New Year's resolution that slips by the wayside. As you think about your answer to this question, think about what might sabotage you. Will it be busyness? Will it be self-doubt? Will it be lies in your head? Or will it be weakness? Remember to sit with the truth that God is our refuge and strength. Remember to, to, to walk out there, to step out in faith. And remember to put on the armour of God and take a stand. Because there is an enemy that seeks to stop God's plans for our lives but know too that we're on the winning team. We're on the winning team. So sit, walk and stand. Let me pray. Lord, help us to sit, to walk and to stand. Be glorified in our lives, we pray. Lord, I also want to pray for Luke as he comes up now to share part two of your message to us today. Help us to listen and hear what you have to say through him. Amen. You've been listening to the Eltham Baptist Church podcast. If you'd like to hear more or simply pay us a visit, go to www.elthambaptist.net.